From tonight on the show, we're going to start checking in on some of the country's big bosses, the CEOs and leaders, to find out how they are coping with running their businesses from home during the lockdown. Well, first today, we have got Vodafone's CEO, Jason Paris. Jason, hello. Hi, Heather. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. Don't tell me, is it true that you've kicked your son out of your bedroom, to, out of his bedroom, to be able to work from home? Uh, yes, it's very sad, but it's the way that I can minimise the disruption on the family when I'm having video calls at 2am. I see. How's he taken it? He's pretty good because he's nine and he gets the chance to sleep in the big bed with mum, uh, which is a bit of a treat uh, sometimes for a nine-year-old, yeah. whereas I've uh, kind of commandeered his uh, his room and so I'm surrounded by uh, Pokemon, Lego and, uh, and then video conferencing uh, units. I was going to ask though, Jason, you know, it's very important, it's critical that you project a sort of, um, you know, the the look that you want in the back of the Zoom or the Skype shot. So have you got kids' posters in the back there? I've got a poster of uh, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory on the wall. So uh, there you go. Amazing. Now tell me, why are you working such huge hours at the moment? Uh, well, we've got a lot on, clearly. You know, um, we've got to keep New Zealand connected uh, as a Vodafone and as she as a broader industry. And then we're connected uh, to a number of different Vodafone organisations around the world. So um, SLE, Spain, UK, Germany, I can all, we can learn from uh, because they are a bit ahead of us um, in terms of trying to negate and navigate their way through COVID-19. So I talk to them quite often to get some insights across what's happening from a people and customer and financial perspective. Yeah. What kind of an impact is it having on your business uh, here in New Zealand? Um, Relatively big from a roaming perspective, um, almost immediately. Uh, So roaming just stops. So anyone who's coming into New Zealand or New Zealanders travelling overseas, that revenue dropped immediately. Mm. Um, We've had to invest quite a lot more money in our uh, mobile and um, and fixed networks because of the capacity demand. Uh, So people are using... You know, 70% more uh, phone calls are being made, 50% more um, data is being used. And so lots of people who are on those unlimited plans uh, are really using unlimited data now. So um, we're continuing to invest in, in those areas. And then, yeah, our retail stores shut down. Um, so we redeployed our um, retail store agents into our service team. So they're working from home doing live chats and um, and customers and answering customer service uh, questions, and then we had to reopen some of them um, uh, almost immediately as well to kind of create essential hub network throughout the country where if someone had a, a SIM that was faulty or needed a, to replace a phone or a, or a Wi-Fi modem, they can go in and, and get that sorted as well. So things change by the day either for us, but you know, lots of people across lots of different industries and we're just rolling with the punches at the moment. Do you reckon that you were well-placed to be able to handle this disruption that has been caused by the lockdown? Yeah, we were well placed. Like we don't um, take our responsibilities lightly. Like we know that connectivity is essential for businesses and homes, and so we have really clear plans in place. It's fair to say we hadn't done the scenario planning for a virus like this. So you know, um, this is a new one for us. But we were ahead of the game in terms of our physical distancing, the way that we could quickly get people to work from home, whether they are in managing our networks or IT or customer service um, uh, areas. But uh, as we've said, it's been really helpful to understand how uh, it's impacted other countries, um, maybe ahead of, ahead of New Zealand, so we could take proactive steps to negate it early.
Mm. Do you see any opportunity here for the business? I mean, I'm thinking that quite a few people will, will be working from home at the moment and actually quite like mm. it and perhaps want to set themselves up with a, a home office. Oh, absolutely. I think this has pull for, pulled forward about uh, two years of digital adoption. And so the way that we're using technology now to work from home and actually just connect um, with each other and check in with each other, I think, is transform the way that, that we work work and live permanently from now on. People are using apps and uh, and technology that they never imagined, uh, and they've done that over the, just the last few days. So it's a really exciting time, I think, because it's uh, created opportunities for business to be more efficient. It's uh, created opportunities to lower the costs of running uh, running a business and, and improve the um, service that, that we provide our customers. So I think that's a, a big opportunity. And then I suppose there's a macro opportunity that everyone's talking about, about New Zealand having the chance to be the first country in the world to control or even eradicate this. I think that would be a, a, a massive step forward for New Zealand business. All right, Jason, what's the downside of working at home? Uh, the downside of working from home is that my wife is a nerd and has us all on uh, daily schedules by the half hour of what we're supposed to be doing, which includes my children who are now wishing they were at school versus at home.